again. Back up in the studio, fuck all of my friends. Finishing what I started, going hard to the end. Rhymes all swole like I rap in the gym. Life is pretty crazy, I managed to keep my cool. It's kinda hard to tell who really fucking with you. Too smooth of a dude to kick it with you, so the only time you see me out is when I'm with my crew. Uh, late night cruises, got me feeling like I'm in a movie. My motion similar to the ocean, moving with the wind, my nigga, I'm third coasting. Yeah. I'm on my way to the top. I don't I can't mm-hmm. stop, no, I can't stop. For this one being our 10th episode, we have to do this one different, special. So on this occasion, Boys in the Barrio left uh, the crib, and we went out, and we're going to do our first ever interview. Before I introduce everybody, I want to take the moment to thank uh, Yanni. Appreciate the hospitality, man. For real. Thank you. You made us feel at home, man. For real. Um, So I'm going to go around the table introducing who I'm with. Uh, What's up, man? It's Jamal, man. You know. Open black dude, all that good shit. What's up? It's <laughs> going down. It's Curry promo. You know what it is? Uh, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's high. <laughs> and the two uh, special guests, Yanni. Oh, Yandan in the building. What up? And special guest and man of the hour, Mr. Reno himself. What's up, bro? What's up, baby? It's going down. How you feeling? Uh, How y'all pre- feeling? Pretty, oh, wait, no. pretty good, dog. Cool. I'm, cool. I'm, I'm full as fuck. I'm full as fuck, dog. Y'all, yeah. you, you did. You they did got the thing. hospitality, man. I'm full as hell too, man. I'm feeling <laughs> good like a mother. Can we can we take a nap <laughs> <laughs> after this? Uh, I ain't gonna lie, dog. Last time I tried, I was admiring your fajita uh, cooking skills, dog. But last time I did it at the crib, dog, I burned some shit up. <laughs> 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 I fucked some shit up, dog. My mom, everybody was pissed as fuck, too, but yeah. Yeah. if I hear his younger gonna box me. Yeah, yeah. Dog. <laughs> See, y'all don't want, y'all don't want me to cook. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no, you suck, man. <laughs> so before I get started, I wanted to bring up two things. I just thought where I wanted to see everybody's opinion on. I wanted to see go around the table, see what y'all thought. Did everybody here watch the Ronda Rousey fight? I didn't watch it. I saw it on Facebook. That's all you need. For free, dog. What y'all think? I caught it. Uh, I caught clips at the end and stuff, man. She got. Um, from all I know, she was getting blasted the whole time. And then old girl finally put her out of a misery round yeah. two, man. She was getting ass whooped. That was a wrap. Yeah. yeah, I thought, for me, I'm a boxing fan, but UFC that day kind of like, kind of brought a new, sh- new new light to me why I like it. I like the unexpected, and you can still tell it's a clean sport all the way. Yeah. Like, there's just no shady shit going around in the background. Oh, judges, maybe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's the only thing. Like, if it goes to the scorecard... It's a lot like boxing in that sense where people are like, well, how do you say who won what? But At least with UFC, you don't really have to expect it to go to scorecard too often. You know? True, that's true. What is it, like 
three minute rounds, three of them, and then it's five minute for five rounds of championship yeah. fights. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I can't even run for three minutes. Like, you got these bitches and dudes fucking, you know what I mean? Like, it's like fucking wrestling, but real. And <laughs> yeah, you try to say, they swing at you even a little yeah, bit, man. Fuck, you, just, you feel that air pass by, you just fall back. Like, I'm, I'm gonna get tired of you swinging. <laughs> so, what do y'all shop when she got knocked out? Nah, shot, man. Every dog has shit. his thing. I, I said there was divorce papers. When Mike Tyson got knocked out. So, you know what I mean? All the best fighters get knocked down eventually. Yeah. You know? I gave her the divorce papers. Hey, man. Especially in that sport, yeah. man. I mean, you can only stay on top so long, man. But like you said, everybody get clipped. You yeah, know what I mean? Dog. And at the end of the day, I mean, it happened, it's happened to, I remember watching with uh, Chuck Liddell, you know, and Iceman. He was knocking everybody out. And then finally, he just got caught. And then... Rap, you know, Anderson Silva not too long ago, yeah, right? Dude, Anderson Silva. Yeah, and blasted too, man. He he took a two piece combo. Yeah, I watched a lot of UFC. Yeah, I think that's true. When I first got into it, it was like I was watching like Forrest Griffin and Frank Mir and you know all these dudes that probably aren't even really fighting anymore. Mm-hmm. And you know these guys were on top. And I remember this fight. I was at my buddy's house, and it was a it was supposed to be like this huge matchup between Anderson Silva and Forrest Griffin. And at this time, I was like, Ah, Forrest Griffin's gonna whoop his ass. Now, nah, fucking spider little lengthy motherfucker dude. Was straight, you know, kicking this white dude in the head every time. You know, like, how can you defend that tall ass nigga swinging his leg at me? Like, come on, man. That shit gonna hurt. That was, I, I, like I said, I just started getting into her. I, I haven't been, like, all in, but she was one of the ones I liked. But to see her get knocked out, I was like, oh, hell yeah, this is a badass sport. Because you're gonna see the ones that you think are gonna stay on top don't always stay on top. So, yeah. Um, and the next thing I wanna bring up was, Ah, the memes right afterwards. Yeah, These yeah. motherfuckers ain't got no love, dog. It was like not yeah. even five minutes, bro, and they were like on it. Oh, shit, the Twitter world, man. It's like they have no life. As they, soon as something happens, I mean, literally a minute later, it's like 20 memes are out already. I'm like, it's like, how many guys going to get off this fight right here? Right? <laughs> like, I mean, Don, she was on World Star before, like, the fight was over. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and she was going down and shit. Like, how do you get World Star at your job? <laughs> Dude, I was, I was like, what the fuck? This is crazy, fool. Like, we, we watched it together. It was like, I started to notice, I already memes on it. I, I like the one like with the Simba. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, they did that one from Manny Pacquiao, too. Or no, Daddy. Daddy, fool. Daddy, mama. Yeah, mama. Hey, I'm thinking of Bambi. Bambi? Yeah, remember? He was like, Mama? You need, you first, you didn't watch Fast and Furious. Now you need to watch. I watched all of them. It's about fucking time. Yeah, I watched them all, man. They were pretty cool, uh-huh. man. I enjoyed it. And then, I sleep watching movies. <laughs> and then going to the movies, man. Every time I go to the movie, my girl has to pick me up. I, I can't stand that shit. For real? Hey, When's man. the last time you went to the movies and saw a movie you wanted to watch? Last time I no, went. Last time <laughs> I, went. <laughs> I try to avoid. Like, are y'all boys single? Yeah. Oh, there you go, right? The single dudes are like, oh, I go every time, man. Every time, though. Us over here on this side, we're, the we sat there like, quietly. Oh, have you seen this movie? Have you seen this movie? You know what I'm like, That's how you get somebody to like. But when they like you already, fuck, there's no winning. Yeah. You, give, you give me a hot dog and a large icy. This large hot dog. You give a bit of penis over there. You know how many rom-coms I've seen in my lifetime, man? I'm like... Sad, dude. I just, I just get uh, up and leave. Uh, I don't even watch shit anymore. Um, yeah, the whole meme thing—that that's the shit that had me kind of rolling. And then recently, today, I seen the one for uh, Charlie Sheen. Um, he's smiling and he's like, "Stay positive, cause I am." <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Hey, I'm too soon. Too easy. Too easy for target. It's the meme creators, not me. 
I saw that dance one they had with what was it, Magic Johnson and Easy Oh, Easy E, the Easy E clip. You you showed that, right? Or which one? The one y'all sent that to me? No. Easy E one? It's uh Easy E with real motherfucking G's and then it has two dudes and they photoshopped uh Charlie Sheen and then uh, Magic Johnson the back dancing with him. And I was like, damn man, like it's just cold, man. Yeah, crazy. The internet's too quick, man. The world we live on. Like your, your shit's on the internet before you know, before you even live it. Like everybody lives <laughs> through the internet nowadays. Like it's fucking ridiculous, bro. Like, everything you do's gotta be taking a picture. Like think about it, come Thanksgiving, everybody's gonna take a picture of the same fucking thing that everybody yeah. else your mashed potatoes, fucking macaroni and turkey, maybe some rolls, maybe some fucking yams. That shit's gonna be all over Instagram. Like, <laughs> like it, I, I mix like, it up. Think how many fucking shit, dude. Everybody's like, gonna be boys with tamales too. That's that's <laughs> The best thing about Thanksgiving to me is like the weekend literally after, man. Fucking aunties get together, start making tostadas with turkey, fucking tamales with turkey, flautas with turkey. Like that shit really goes down. That's man. when your leftovers come in. Is everything's with turkey, man? Ramen noodles, turkey inside, turkey, and stuff. Your turnovers last turkey. for like ever. Yeah, put snack on something. Oh, appreciate the hospitality, man. Thank, thank you, you. thank you. It. Everybody wants some I know. <laughs> you hesitant to reach in, but it tastes good, so you do it anyways. Don't look, don't, no eye contact. <laughs> no eye contact. Do we have to say, like, no homo before we eat some or something? Or what's the hey, rule? man, chill out. Prop one. That's, just, that's discrimination. Hey, <laughs> hey, shout out to all the gay folks. Now, you know, oh, I ain't down with that shit. Funny. Wrong way. Oh, appreciate it. So, uh... I wanted to get this interview started by saying, Rillo, I appreciate you taking the time, man, for real, to be yeah, on the show, man. Thank you. Um, got a special show on the line, straight up. Um, crazy story. I wanted to say that I was waiting for this one because <laughs> when we started, <laughs> when we started, when I started messaging him and Yanni about doing the interview, he asked a question. He was like, uh, "So how are y'all gonna interview me? Are y'all gonna pull out a, a tape recorder?" Man. And he, to, to his defense, there yeah. is a tape recorder. It's actually, it looks like a tape recorder. It looks like a tape recorder. The reason why I said that, the reason I said that is because, well, I seen y'all doing your podcast and all that stuff, so I figured y'all know what you're doing. You know, you have all this setup and stuff, and I would figure like. At some point, you need an outlet somewhere. We couldn't just like sit out there. I got you. I got you. I understand, but I just find it funny because you're like, I'm not trying to be funny, but to me, it was like, that shit's funny. Like, (laughs) you're gonna bring the VHS player too. Hey, Kirby. The way another funny thing is how I met you. You get what I'm saying? I heard you mix it because Johnny gave it to me, uh, told me about it, heard it. I dig your shit, but I had never met you. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, I met him. I met you at, at your Halloween party, honey, and it was like. Me and Kirby are just chilling. I'm already fucked up, fool, like buzzing, feeling it. And then I turn around and Kirby's like, hey, dude, this is Rillo. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, this is Rillo. And I was telling him right now, I'm like, I expected this big dude because his voice, uh, he has a strong voice. So I was like, I expected this big dude, you get what I'm saying? But nah, it's, it's my size. Nerd. And my costume, and my costume was a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. Like, oh, like, it was, so it didn't make it better, so I was like, okay. Yeah. So you were looking at real like, hey, so for real though? Like, that's you, for real? I think I did I say like, it, I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. With the finger pointed up, well, like, my glasses. Yeah. Like, cool shit though, man. Th- like, thanks to me, you met him. Nah. Nah. I met him first, now. I met him first. Man. I met him first. Sight just sourced. Come the fuck now. It was funny how we met. 
Yeah, that was a a, a cool experience. No, you know, it was random. It was cool though. <coughs> I had something else that I wanted to say with that, but I forgot. You had me laughing. No, we outside. I said you hear the dog out there barking up. Nah, he's out there doing his job. No, I think somebody was leaving, but she's not even looking at that. He's looking at the street or something. I don't know. Whatever. They be barking and shit. get over it. Yeah, I was gonna say something else with that, but I forgot. Anyways, well, let's get this started. Kevin, you wanna hit him or you go? All right. Well, I heard your mixtape, man. I, I really dig what you're doing, man. I, I think you're uh... a. <laughs> <laughs> you the producer? I, I thought that's where it was going next. Because <laughs> that always starts off with a compliment, and it starts going downhill from there. It can't all be that great. From American Idol, well, it was good, but on this part, yeah, you yeah. downfall. Let's just leave it at. I heard it. <laughs> next question. You know what, really? You know what? I'm going to let you introduce your mixtape and everything, and then we talk about it. Say a little bit about your mixtape. So it's called uh, Papa Tape 2. Get on SoundCloud, thatpiff.com. The majority of the beats were made um, by, no, okay, no, I'm saying, not the majority. About four or five of those beats that are on there uh, are made by Cool Bean. Um, It was recorded by me and Yanni. We recorded it. We tried our best to master it ourselves. (laughs) You know? That's dope. Can I be honest with you, man? It sounds clean, man, for real. But yeah. So a lot of, I mean, you know, it's just a passion that I guess we both have. I mean, the funny thing is like how I met him online, and you know, and that's how, that's how y'all met. Yeah, dude, I met him. Look, 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 look. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Here's the real story. Here's you know, the love the, story. The real story. <laughs> the okay, break it down. No, no, no. We had a homegirl like uh, that. She she was from the valley, and uh, she would come to Houston, or she came and she lived in Houston too, right? And she would just come back and forth, and she would go to school over there, and she just so happened that she went, we went to the same school, and then she would come back and forth, back and forth. And well, it got to the point where I was already like 16, 17, no, like 18, making music, and she was living over here at the moment, and she said, she just hit me up, she was like, hey, man, I got this friend, Yanni, um, I want to introduce you to him, maybe I'll be cool or whatever, and I'm like, all right, that's cool, yeah. And well, she did, and... I don't have to that. He can't. One day he was like, hey, I'm going to be in Houston and, you know, let's link up, smoke some weed. And I was like, hell yeah, like, fuck yeah, I'm down. <laughs> so we linked up, smoked some weed, talked about some music and shit, slowly but surely, man, that's how Brotherhood formed. And dude made the move from the valley, came and lived over here, you know, based off the of friendship and the same, you know, mutual passion for music. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, dog, we've been tight. But. That's what's up, bro. But and that's have- actually the first question I had for you because on the intro you said, uh, you said a line like, I brought out my, Kirby called it my Bible, dog, but it's my notebook, dog, so I keep my notes, you know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the gold trend. It's all leather. I'm already reaching out a phrase. It's leather, bro. But this is why the magic happens. Yeah, I picked up my side. This is why the magic happens, dog. Look, he got some Bible for Uh You said something like, uh, even uh, move to Houston, something like that, in the intro. In the intro, you said it, and then you're like, you dropped another line, which I want to talk about later. But anyways, that line led me to believe that you weren't from Houston, yeah. so you're not from Houston. No, I'm Where from the uh, Valley, Rio Grande Valley. Oh, six real? hours south here, like five minutes from the border, Mexico. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know Spanish? A little bit. Oh, that's what's um, I mean, all my family, they always talk to me English growing up. Okay. okay. I mean, but I get by. I work at a place where I got to be bilingual at the counter, you know? But yeah, I yeah, by, yeah. So. I just know food. <laughs> Spanish. You know what I'm saying? If I can order from a taco bus... 
Tacos, gorditas, tortas. Cerveza, dos cervezas. Westlake, that's where it's my hometown, Westlake, Texas. That's what's up, man. Shout out. Um, a lot of cool people out there, Westlake, I met through through Rillo, man, and I mean, hospitality up that ass. Like, I remember one time I went over there and stayed for like a week, maybe two, dog, and it's fucking. It's John, right? And oh, Anissa? Yeah. Anissa? Yeah, yeah. Nigga, putting it down with the food, dog. <laughs> I gained weight over there, dog. Like, you know what I mean? I went over there, came back, and I was like, fuck, I was still full, nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I have a friend that's from the Valley, and he always comes back and forth. I always wanted to go to visit. It's fun, man. It's because it just moved back to the valley. It's real simple, dog. Like, to us, you know what I'm saying? Like, how he says Westlake, that's like me saying oh, I'm from Second Ward. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's that, their cities are our neighborhoods over there. Like, it's really it's small. Cool. Like, yeah. their biggest building is like the size of one of our dental offices. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> I took, you know, we drove around and these, like, and it's funny because over there, the first time we went, you know, we were looking for weed and shit, or, you know, talking about going to the mall and everything. And they're like, ah, oh, that's all the way in McAllen. McAllen's like 20 minutes away. You know, and they're like, ah, oh, fuck that. And I'm like, dude, I drive 15, 20 minutes just to get anywhere I need to go in yeah, Houston. Yeah. Just to get to 610, it takes 15 minutes, you know? Yeah. And they fucking hate that shit. Like, they will not travel from city to city. That's like us going from no, neighborhood to bad. neighborhood. It's not that bad. It's, 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 to us, it's a far away. So we're like, eh, it's just chill here in Westbrook. <laughs> How long ago did you move? Man, I moved here when I was like 19, and then to 20, I made it to 20, and then when I was like, maybe six months after I had to turn 20, I moved back to the Valley, and it was after my cousin had passed away that I moved back, and then I came back when I was, what, 21? I've been here ever since. Yeah, you brought, I, I remember that part too on the mix there, you said that. Uh, so, out of curiosity, so what was going on through your mind, man, when you decided to come back? Because, you know, that's a big leap of faith. You said y'all had your your brotherhood, you bonded. And, you know, was, was that, you know, the main reason why you came up here? I mean, what was, yeah, what was your I, mindset? I, I, man, I, I just really wanted to come up here, though. Like, I've always liked Houston. You know, I've always had some kind of connection to it because my dad lived here. He moved over here when I was, like, nine. When my parents got divorced, and... He used to live over there on the east side, and he had a wife over there. And I would come, like when I was in middle school, man, I would come just to visit, man, and I just fell in love with, like, the way people got down, the, the style and everything. I was like, okay, yeah. when I grow up, I'm gonna move there. And well, I moved over here, but then my cousin passed away, and I was just, you know, I just felt real bad and all that stuff. So I moved back to the valley just to go, you know, catch myself. I need some time off, and then I started, you know, getting that itch again where I wanted to get out of the valley, and I wanted to come with the Houston, I wanted, you know, Keep doing my thing that I was already doing. Yeah. And one day I just got up and, did, and left. The so opportunity came and I just took you know just come back. So you're working in, on music too in the valley? Yeah, man. We had a studio set up and everything. And I had uh, I was working with these guys. Our group's name was All Out Records, and they produced uh, a lot of my vocal recordings on Papa Tape One. Yeah. And. Uh, I mean, that's who I was working with over there. What's up, man? Um, man, it takes a lot of courage, thought of this. Because yeah, if you yeah. didn't know, like, Papa Tate 2, there is a, a, is a prequel. Papa Tate 1. If you're looking for other music out there, whatever, Papa Tate 1, dog, this got a lot of good shit on there. Where's that at? Because on that pip, I only found two. 
part two. It part should two? pop up. Well, I looked up Rillo and then only part two came up. Nah, if you look up Rillo, it's in there. You just gotta look for it. It's just tape with these like weird, it's like purple and green colors. Okay. What you listening to it, Kirby? Yeah, it's on. It's on. First one? SoundCloud, but yeah. Okay. Squirrel down. I looked it up. You gotta check the archives. You got a lot of listeners. That's cool. Nah, but if you go to Dapiff, type in Rillo, there'll be a couple, there'll be a bunch of mixtapes, dude. There'll be like maybe like two or three pages. Or even if you type in. But I'm on the first page. I'm on the first page. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. That's where I have it. Pop the tapes. That's where I'm at right now. Like Dapiff. So I've. I, um, what's it called? Yeah, that, yeah, I expanded the yeah. mixtape. I can know how to say it. Oh. So I found that song, <laughs> okay. Welcome oh, Back. Because the name was different. You on it? Okay, oh, yeah. Down was down it, that, is that the song when he moved back to yeah. Houston? That's the song? Yeah, well, he, yeah, when he got back, I think that week, we recorded we record that in my room. Yeah. Yeah, we recorded that one in my room. And, and uh, yeah, he came, you know, had this beat or whatever. And he was like, yeah, hey, I got these rhymes, you know, whatever. And while he was... You know, spitting his rhyme recording, I was writing my line right then and there, yeah. and you know, we put it together, and that one got a lot of pretty good responses. You it, know, it was, for, it was for pretty dope, like cause shit, I, like I was telling Bentley, I'm already learning your verse by heart. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm not a rapper. No. <laughs> yeah. Man, it was pretty dope. You know, I, I was jamming to it, man. This week I've been jamming at least once a day. You know, just while I'm driving, like, dang, hold up, you know, I'm banging. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I mean, you know, it's was, it was pretty funny, you know, like, I guess that the first song we ever recorded, we was, I think, recorded in this studio right here. Yeah. And then from then on, we were recording there, and then the majority of Papa Take 2 was recorded at the, you know, the new location yeah. that we got. But, and I'll be honest with you, man, that feeling that we had, or that I had here when we were recording and just being here was probably like the best feeling like you know what i mean like it was all homegrown like you know it sounded like, like it yeah like people say like garage rock or whatever you know rock you know, you know it was like garage rap you know we yeah. did it in our backyard you know you know on pop and tape one i think uh what's what's the name of that one song we made the beat and everything um, i don't think of the name of the song right now i think it's called pop the tape pop the tape in let that beat knock yeah well, anyway pop you know I was I was outside working on my laptop, you know, yeah. just fucking around. On tape, it's called on tape. On tape, not pop it's called on tape. On tape. Um, and he shows up and he's like, "Oh, I like that melody." And this was like, I had you know this busted ass speaker, you know, playing the yeah. music out loud or whatever while you know we're making it, dude. And it, all that night, like I was starting around eight, you know, working on that beat. And he shows up and he's like, "I'll oh, keep it going, do this," you know, you know, giving his input. And the beat was done you know, 11 o'clock, and we were sipping or whatever. We started recording right then, and you know, right when we were done, and then... Getting ideas and stuff. Yeah, getting ideas and stuff, putting shit down, and then the following day, we recorded right here outside. That's crazy. Right here outside. It was, it was a nice day outside. It was a nice day, dude. We were feeling good. We were outside smoking, chilling, and, like, my mom even came out. She was like, what the fuck y'all doing outside? Like, and we're like, no, no, I'm recording, like, just getting, you know, natural sounds, and, you know, a lot of people hate that shit. Like, Making music, mom. You know, there's a lot of people be like, you gotta be in a, you know, this, you know, isolated booth, you can't hear it, no noise, no nothing, whatever it is, and I mean, think about it, dude, there's sheet metal, there's all sorts of shit. Atmosphere, yeah. Yeah, you know, but it was just the atmosphere that we were in, and it was, like, how, you couldn't even explain it. Like, you Which I was the, sipping at. Which well, I was sipping. On that night, I think we might have been sipping Heineken. <laughs> Those big-ass bottles of Heineken. Oh, I, I, I meant to tell you, uh, when I heard that track, the one Kirby's talking oh, about, too, um, I actually even have it right here in my notes. 
as we're going to call it, the Bible. <laughs> uh, I even wrote it. I said, Johnny's, Johnny's flow, your flow reminds me of a low G, dog. Oh damn! I was trying to, I was trying to memorize his verse, but you too fast for me. <laughs> you too fast but for me. Words, yeah, man. Hey man, it, it gets kind of hard sometimes. You, yeah. know? you be rapping in your head and you're like, okay, that'll sound badass, but then when you try to say it, it's like uh, your lungs won't even well, cooperate. Yeah. Or like your tongue is not used to that. Like yeah, sometimes yeah, so, you gotta train yourself sometimes. Man. So I remember hearing a story with um, even when talk about Biggie's notorious thugs, he kicked everyone out the booth. Before he did his fast rhyme because he wasn't used to that. So with y'all, man, I mean, especially when you first were, were getting it in and trying to, to rap that quick, was it something you had to practice to do, or was it something that just came naturally? No, it. Why? Why I think? Okay, I never heard that. What you just said about the biggie. Mm-hmm. But the reason I think he would kick everybody out is because maybe he can't really rap that fast, so you got to do it in different takes. And sometimes when I can't, there, there's times where like I got a long burst. And I'm just going at it, I'm going at it, but I can't do it because I'll run out of breath eventually, you know, it's just hard. So sometimes I gotta do it in takes. And that's how you do it. Yeah, like sometimes people's verses do, they'll have like 10 separate tracks. Like, you know, you have your track going right now, mm-hmm. you know, they cut it and then they let it play and then they'll punch in and start called punch-ins. So a lot of the times it's sometimes. not all recording on one track, you know, so. But I try to do the whole verse, you know, make it sound more natural and stuff. It's more like a last resort for me. And my my problem was like when we first met, I was I had a problem with always wanting to rap too fast and always wanting to say too many words. And he's like, man, slow it down. Like that's <laughs> you know more or less what came on that welcome back was some, yeah. of the, some of the advice he gave me I put into use and shit like that. So you know we bounce ideas back and forth, but you know we always have input for each other and we you know we grow together. So it sounds like y'all feed uh, ideas off of each other. Yeah, we vibe off each other. Y'all make, y'all be- make each other better. So that's a good combination right there. Uh, one of the ver- one of the li- uh, lines I like that he says I-, I wrote it on one of the text messages which was the one of uh, uh, told myself I would rap about more he says, than a uh, cup uh, of beverage. I even moved to Houston just to gain some leverage. Yeah, I told myself that I'll rap more than just a cup of beverage. Something like what that. you mean by a line? Just uh, being different, bro. You know, I don't want to come to Houston. To try to be all oh sit this sit that and you know yeah I'm like, I feel you man. that's cool you know I like to, I listen to that shit all the time dude I love that shit but like you know I'm not that person to do that you know they got other people to do that you know yeah so I'm just trying to stay in my lane you know and I like that because I'm gonna be honest with you the reason I really like that line and I'm I mean I kept it and I like it is because I respect everything about Houston I respect the rappers about Houston and oh, I respect yeah. the music but the thing is after a while you get kind of tired of hearing the same swang you know swang sip all that. You want to hear something different, you get what I'm saying? And to hear you say um, you're willing to put that aside and I'm going to be different completely, that, I mean, you're on a total different lane of it, but I liked it. I think it, I, I love that line. That's why I, I even texted to y'all because I was like, damn, that's just dope. Like, even even when I first started, you know, working with him, like, he had the weirdest thing about saying nigga. <laughs> he fucking hated it. Like, he, and I'd be like, bro, you know, you're, you're using too many words, like, just say nigga. <laughs> and he'd be like, nah, like, and he'll sit there and try to figure it out, figure it out, so he wouldn't have to say it. And eventually, like, I mean, I don't know if you paid attention to a lot of his music. You know, the word nigga's not in, nah, it's really not in there at all. Not that you put it that way. I mean, if it ain't part of your, you know, your natural soul, man, I mean, if you try to force it out, people are going to see it. But that. the funniest no, thing is, like, cause what, when but we're like sitting person. around, we're like, you know, nigga, every, I, you, you know, I say nigga to open up and close the sentence. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm like, nigga, what the fuck, nigga? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it's, it's vibing, man. At the end of the day, I mean, if that's something you do, you do. 
You know what I mean? I always tripped out when people got, you know, twisted when people would say that. Because I'm like, you can tell. You yeah. Know, the way uh, people say certain things. Like, I, I mean, me, I never care, man. I was like, I say nigga every day in my life. Matter of fact, I say too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, no, I got to calm down. Yeah. Nah, but remember when I met you? Person. Yeah. And I, I said, because uh, uh, we, we worked. Actually, I met him through my cousin Kevin because we used to work at the same spot. And even me feeling, I, I used to feel, remember, we were saying the word, uh, just saying black. Remember? <laughs> I had to get on you and Thomas to tell us, uh, you know, uh, he had a, he, he, he said African-American. I'm like, bro, that's too hard. <laughs> I said it too. Away but I said hard, it too. But man. to me, it was kind of like a, a, a respect thing. I was like, I don't know which one to, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know. So when he told me, I was like, okay, now I'm good anywhere I go. But at the time, I didn't know, dude. I was just like. Man, I don't want to sound fucked up or. No, or I mean, at the end of the day, it's just words, man. That's yeah, it. but it ain't you know, I don't, I, don't say I, I don't say it on my track. Just you know, just uh, like I don't feel like I need to go there. You know what I'm saying? Like I've heard other rappers be professional, and not say nigga, you know, or like people like Logic. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like that guy's really good. You know yeah, saying? I like Logic. Logic. You know what I'm I like Logic, dude, for real. I I dig his shit. I dig I mean, his lyrics. Other rappers too, but. but I dig rappers, shit. but like they don't have to say it. Like those few rappers, like I noticed, you know, like they don't have to say it. So why should I say it? I mean, I, I don't. I just don't want to like. I guess I don't need anybody telling me, you know, like, oh, why, why you say nigga? You're, you're not black. You know what I mean? Like, I got yeah. You. I mean, to us, like it's it's really nothing. You know, like just hear us here sitting around. It's nothing. Nigga, it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But there's a couple idiots out there that are always ready to just. Yeah. No matter what, man. Yeah, no matter what you do, there's always going to be somebody out there that's got to be, you know, negative about. And, you know, I think that a lot of the time it stems out of, you know, I don't want to say lack of education, but there's a lot of people out here that I guess they feel a certain way about a certain word. They feel a certain way about a certain color or whatever it is. And it's like, it's not that serious. Like, you, you know, you're willing to lose time of your life. Like, think about it, you know. If the word nigga pisses you off and, you know, you, you, you get that angry about it and you shoot somebody or you fight somebody, or, you know, you lose time by going to jail, you lose time, whatever, you're in the hospital, whatever happens, you know, you, you hurt yourself, you know, by trying too much, trying too hard. Like, at the end of the day, it's just words, it's just pictures, it's just colors, it's just, True. you know, like it's, you know, everybody's a human and just, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who you are, what you do, you know. Yeah. The grand, at the grand scheme, everybody dies, we all do yeah, the same like, shit. you know, and at the end of the day, you don't take any of this shit with you, like. You know what I mean? When you die, who's gonna fucking put that Lamborghini in your fucking casket? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they ain't gonna separate you up in heaven. Like, all right, black folks go over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's a wrap. Everybody goes to the same, you know, ground don't discriminate. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's gonna get covered with the same dirt. Yeah. When I die, bury me inside the show palace. That's what I'm talking about. Show palace. At least make another one, dog. That's show palace. That's a spot. It smells. Like, if I'm gonna go visit you, that's where Mexico was. Like Galveston and that. Like Galveston. Shout out to Show P. Fight our lap dance Tuesdays. <laughs> Sponsorship. Y'all need to clean them restrooms though, bro. It's all right. Hey, Another question, man. What led to you uh, rapping? When'd you find out you could do it? I've always tried, dude, to mess with music. Ever since I was little, I've always liked music, dude. I mean. I mean, in the valley, you know, in sync was popular and shit. So you'd be like, "Oh yeah, dude. I'm in sync. What's up?" You know, I'd be at all the time shows, yeah. like, trying to show out, whatever. 
And I go home, dude, and I listen to rock and stuff, and I be in the mirror, like, with a hockey stick just playing, dude. I just wanted to be on, you know, I just like that feeling. I like that idea. And I just stuck, I just kept doing that stuff, and then I guess my mom, like, took notice, and one time she bought me, like, a whole set, like, a microphone. Uh, what's that thing called? An interface. An interface. And, uh, well, I had a laptop ready, so I just had it all set up. I had all that set up right there, so then I just started, like, Practic not practicing, but like exploring, like seeing what I could do. I started putting beats on, you know, and everything. And then got to a point where I met some cats in high school and uh, they were rapping. I heard that they were rapping or starting to try to rap or whatever. So I was like, okay, like I, they introduced me to them and uh, we started making music for a while. And then yeah, it just kept on progressing. Progression, yeah. progression. Well, shit, I think you've progressed good, dog. I like your flow. I think it's clean. And y'all said y'all tried mastering it the best y'all could? Yeah, so I mean, know. I always say that because, you know, every now and again, people hear the music and they be like, oh, you record or you do this, you do that. And I'd be like, I mean, I do it to the best of my abilities. Like, you know, we didn't go to school for this. You know, it was just, you know, just doing it just to do it. And the more we practice, you know, the better it gets or whatever, you know. It's good and there's people know. that go to school for this stuff, you know, but then it's like, it's, it's not... Oh, you don't go to school and then, oh, like, that's what's going to take you to the top yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know. Some, it's got to be something that you do, something that you come up with, you know. Passion. Yeah. You have to have a craft already, something or something you built, something you've worked on, something. You have to show up with something. You can't just be like, oh, I just have school and I know how to do this. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you can come to the table and be like, oh, well, I went to school for this, so I'm going to master this guy, this guy's music. But we can be like, that's cool. He can't make a hot song like this. And we're going to do it however we do it and people are still going to fuck with it, you know. Yeah. There's a difference but between I, going to school and being passionate about it. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I mean, there's different ways to learn. Like, know? a lot of people that, you know, they'll go to school to be a doctor because like, it makes good money. But, you know, are you really trying to be a doctor to help somebody or are you being a doctor to help yourself? Which, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, that's cool. Do what you do, you know. Yeah. But there's people out there that are like, oh, I really want to be a vet because I love animals. Or I want to be a children's doctor because I love children. Or, you know, like, my cousin's mom, you know, she was a doctor at Children's uh, Memorial Children's Hospital for a long time. And... You know, she, I think she quit or she retired and she, you know, became a nurse right here at the elementary school. You know, still kept doing what she was doing with, with yeah. kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and there's people out there that really want to be around, you know, that are passionate about it. And True. that's the kind of people you really want to surround yourself with because, you know, money only means nothing at the end of the day. You know True. what I mean? Yeah, no. you need it to get by. Yeah, you need it. You want it. You got to have these things and you got to live. But, you know, if you don't love what you do, then why even do it? And you're right. I mean, it's more than just, you know, school is formal training. Yeah. And, and nothing wrong with that. If you want extra training or something, you can get it. But it's not the end all to be all. Right. It's not, it's not, you don't have to necessarily go to school like what y'all were talking about. Just to, so you Yeah, I'm not hating on anybody going to school for, you know, follow your dreams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I should have yeah. been to college. I'd be oh, it's expensive. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I had hey, man, look, I went for a little bit. It is expensive. I'm still paying money, man. I'm saying, you know, like, and I always say, like, I'd rather have somebody with heart than a piece of paper. Yeah. And that's what matters at the end. Because, I mean, there's people that go to school and they don't even do what they're doing with their degree. Yeah. And that's the crazy, that's the crazy shit to they me. They go to school four years, study some shit, and then yeah. wind up fucking, I don't know, being a cop or something. Like, yeah, like, yeah they, they, they do the ran most random shit. I my dad was a cop. <laughs> Your dad was a cop? Yeah, my dad was a cop. When I was younger. Cops. Cops. Crazy fucking world. Was he the one that arrested you? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the lowest point you've hit, man? 
Like, did you ever hit a slump where you were like, damn, am I going to continue this? Do I need to stop? Do I need to keep going? Man, uh, well, can, I, can I ask a question regarding that? No. Um, <laughs> All right. Um, on, yeah, on the first track, you said something about you've been wanting to drop uh, Papa Take Two since December. And I know that dropped like back in August. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So was could that be like a slump that Billy's talking about? Like a it could be. It, it's one of those, you know. Cause I, I feel like I hit the bottom a lot, dude. My life, my life is very up and down. You know, I get a good job and then things start going good and then I don't know. I just get fired and then I lose everything. Like we were actually we were recording uh, for Papa Tape Two. At the time, I didn't know it was gonna be Papa Tape Two, but we were recording for the mixtape. And uh, I had an apartment, I had a badass job, you know, like everything was going really good. And then two weeks before my rent was due, I got fired from that job. And like, uh, I had a roommate, my stepbrother, but he got his girlfriend pregnant and he moved out. Mm -hmm. So I was there by myself just paying the bills and I was I was doing it, you know, but uh, those two weeks really fucked me up, dog. So as soon as I got fired, I was like, fuck, tripping out. I only had like $400 and, uh, I got fired like on a Tuesday, and by like Saturday I moved out. And uh, okay, but yeah, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know. I'm like, well, I mean, like, yeah, I, 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 I remember yeah, it too, cause uh, after, while he was going through that, like you know, he, his, his attitude changed a lot about you know things, and we were actually here we recording, recording clockwork, here. I think, uh, which is called what this is what focus sounds yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope track. Was originally named clockwork, and uh, we were recording it here. And his his whole like demeanor about things was just weird, and like we kind of you know we hashed you know we kind of hashed out right there that night because mm -hmm. we he was like you know we were both I was like yo you know what's up and then he was like yeah you know this and this and then I don't I don't think I want to do this no more I think I'm gonna quit and I was like you know like you're good at what you do don't quit but at the same time I was like you know I'm not your fucking dad I'm not gonna hold yeah, your hand yeah. and you know lead you to the microphone like yeah. if you want to do it do it you know mm -hmm. and at the same time I guess that's you know a lot of people would. They call it quits right there with that person that you know was being honest with them, you yeah. know, and he, you know, whatever happened, he took it and I took it, and at the end of the day, you know, it's, I love you, dog, like, you're my brother no matter what. But I'm, mm -hmm. I'm gonna be honest, like you know, if you want to quit, quit, you know, but you're not that, you're not a quitter. Yeah, you know, you can say all this stuff, and a lot of the times it happens because you're just in your feelings at that point in yeah, time. Yeah, man, you're just yeah, down, you know, so everything down, down and out, you know, and. Start you know, thinking about, you start thinking about it. Yeah, you start thinking about your whole life. It's like ahead of you, you know, like what the fuck. You know, yeah, it's not good to get too ahead. Am man. I gonna am I gonna keep on following this dream, or am I gonna like grow up already and like you know get my life together and start thinking about the future and you know just mm -hmm. put all this shit aside and I don't want to put it aside, you know, because it's part of me, and a lot of people know that. A lot of people watching, you know what I'm saying. A lot of people know who I am. They know what I do, so they expect things from me, and I don't want to let those people down because they're supporters, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, man. Don't, I mean, like he was saying, there's always pe people around you that are very honest. I mean, out of all these three, the one that I can say is brutally honest was sometimes like, damn, this motherfucker. This Kevin, <laughs> my cousin. That motherfucker's cool. the hardest critic on me, dog. But that's, hey, but that's what, like you said, sometimes you react off of feelings because you're in the feeling at the moment. And you're like, damn, what the fuck? You get what I'm saying? But once you stop and you think, it's like, damn, this person really, you know, like, they see something in you, so sometimes you need to, like, just relax and be like, damn, like, this fool must see something in me that I don't see in myself. You get what I'm saying? It's looking from the outside in or something like that. So, I can see that. Like, I mean, and, 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 you know, like, I give a lot of people advice, and I can't, 
I'd never listen to my own advice. I've always, you know. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, dude. I got a lot of problems. You know what I mean? Like, and it's funny because a lot of people, they'll come up to me like, oh, you know, with their problems and shit. And, you know, I, I talk a good game. Like, I'm like, I'm able to help them through this shit. But when it comes down to my problems and shit, like, I'll be the first one to, like, you know, react. And, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. fuck. And then I, and, you know. And so now, like, you know, with my daughter, like, I'm, I'm trying to live, you know, a little different and learn, you know, from my history of mistakes. I mean, I made a lot of mistakes. And my main mistake is just always reacting too quickly in a situation, you know, because like whenever you, whenever something happens, you know, it's either you're going to get yourself out of that hole or you're going to dig yourself into it. And I was that motherfucker that kept just digging and fucking digging and fucking digging. Like, and, you know, that's one thing, you know, the other, like when we have those conversations and, you know, he brings that up and I'm like, try to tell her like, hey, you know, you're feeling this way right now, you know, just take some time think about it and let a couple of days pass by and who knows you know maybe you'll feel different tomorrow maybe you'll feel different next week or you know and that's just something I'm trying to learn for myself <laughs> take my own fucking advice <laughs> how's your if you don't mind me asking how's your daughter six you months so she's going on seven yeah. December that's your first one yeah oh, I hope it's the last one too fuck <laughs> 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 don't get me wrong I love her to death but Jesus man that shit that's a lot of responsibility. That's an investment. Hey, it's not a puppy, you know. You can't give it away. I mean, no. I, mean, I take my dog serious too. Like that's that's a hard thing for me to do is you know give a dog up. You know when you raise him, and, and this that's your family no matter what. You know and with my daughter, it's like you know yeah it can be frustrating and it's a little stressful from time to time. But I'm surrounded by a lot of people that help. I'm surrounded by a lot of people that show her love. And you know at the end of the day, it's like. Yeah, I can be frustrated or whatever with you know, whether it be crying or whether it be changing his diapers or you know whatever, whatever. But you know, she looks at you and your fucking heart lights up. And then then you then you finally realize why you know why your parents haven't kicked you out or why you know your parents haven't fucking shot you. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it kicks you one day you're like, oh okay, yeah, I yeah, you know, like, no. That's fucking, why you ain't shoot me that day. Constantly <laughs> fucking the shit up, and then you, you know. And, like you you learn, this guy. Yeah, you yeah. see it, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Like I understand now. You know, you start to understand a whole lot of shit when, when you give life. You, you know, you start to take it. You know, take it in day by day, and you understand it. That's what's up, man. Congratulations, man. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. All right, so I see that like y'all both on like going on your own different path, like your own struggles. Is that something y'all want to bring into the music, or is that something y'all just want to leave apart and then the music be something else? It's not, it's not that you can leave apart, man. It's always going to be a part of you. No, music, no, music's like, as personal as your problems are. If it blends are. in with your music, you know, then it's going to blend in with your music. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you're down and out, so you want to make the song like about that. Being some, yeah, mm-hmm. about being down and out. And sometimes you're down, but you want to turn that around, so you, like, make something else, you know? Just try to you you don't know, let it hold you down. Remember the good times or whatever, whatever you're going through. Like, you're always going to think about a good time. You're going to think about a bad time, you know? But at the end of the day, like, like I said, you know, it's really up to what you do and how you feel about doing it, you know. Like, a lot of the music that we made is just on personal experience. It's not, it's not me. I'm not fucking rapping about having a million dollars in this yeah, fucking gold that. chain or whatever it is. You know, I don't even really like jewelry. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't even want a chain. You know, I don't even want a chain. I tell, but now that you said that, um, there's a line that I like when you said, uh, brought out the hoop because I, I still can't get 
Because I still ain't bought the 6-4. Yeah. You know you just don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know it. I do, but I, I just <laughs> quit. Oh, no, episodes, I already got called out because I fuck up the lyrics sometimes, bro. I just. Hey, man, I, I forget my own lyrics. I keep, I keep, I keep like, it. Hey, remember your song when you said this? I keep bro. it. <laughs> Not I really. Keep it. My mind. <laughs> let's, yeah, sing, let's sing it together. And let's, let's. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, you're being honest. Who you're being brutally honest. That's the best way to be about it. Shit. Yeah, I knew, I'm thinking about how many of these niggas out here rapping about this shit. Don't got nan thing they talk about. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Nah. So it's like, yo, and then that's people, refreshing. People look at you, you know what I'm saying? So how, like, I don't get how people can lie about those things when like people can see you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Can reach out to you, you know, like, like say y'all knew who I was and I was rapping about, you know, oh, I drive six poles all day. Your real homeboy gonna come out of nowhere. Yeah, be like, no, why you no, he doesn't. <laughs> you no, drive a Honda Civic, man. <laughs> Two black tires. Man. <laughs> he still got a donut, man. <laughs> 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 you know, you can't change that shit in forever. <laughs> <laughs> what about that forty? I let you borrow. You said you spent ten racks. Where was I? Yeah, you know what the fuck. That's cold. Why did I get none? How Biggie Small says, um, turn something negative to something positive. Down, man. If you don't know, now, now you know. know. Bitch, yeah, you know yeah, that. You know. When you pay me my money, don't fall out. Do Yo, bitch, she owe us a throwback. You can keep talking shit, we ignore that. And we copping and breaking down O's yeah, now. Nigga. All my niggas got hammers like Thor yeah, now. Nigga. That'll hit you and twist you like Thor yeah, now. Nigga. Word to Keenan and Kel, man, we all at. We coming for your money, want all that. Or get left on the floor like a doormat. We got that work like a four, yeah, man. It, what we got, you can't afford, man. And your girl is a four, man. When we pull up, the girls act like whores, man. Swear you can't beat us, you might wanna be us. Too bad because you drive a Prius and we don't allow all that sucking shit. Yelling now, fuck your click. Me and my niggas always on some stunting shit. Riding around up to no good. We drinking and smoking on that good. And you know we that hood. Bitch, yeah, you know that. Bitch, yeah, you know that. Bitch, yeah, you know that. When you pay me my money, don't fall at. Bitch, yeah, you know that. Bitch, yeah, you know that. Bitch, yeah, you know that.